Attention, Kansas listeners. Barbecue Radio Network's very own Dave Caius, along with two other comedians, will perform on Valentine's Night, Tuesday, February 14th at 365 Complex in Inman, Kansas. Inman is located between McPherson and Hutchinson. The Valentine's show package includes both dinner and three hilarious comedians. You know you'll have a good time. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to 365complex.com. That's 365complex.com. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, the place where New Year's resolutions go to die. I am, <laughs> wow. Wow. I am Dave Caius, <laughs> along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, who has two times won the U.S. National Brisket Championship at the Chest to Chest Invitational. He is pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, where also New Year's resolutions go to die. <laughs> it's Andy Groderman. Uh, this week, very excited to have a returning guest. A- Amy Mills is going to be on the show. You can, uh, first of all, check out her website, which is 17BBQ.com. That's 17BBQ.com. And she's got a business now called On Q Consulting. We're going to do something a little bit different this week, uh, Andy. We're going to kind of look at the business side of barbecue. Yeah. And- and, and so if you've got that New Year's resolution that you don't want to die, <laughs> go into one of Amy's courses. She does uh, an intense boot camp style uh, business course yeah. around barbecue. And obviously she's done all of it. She's been in the restaurant. She's done the marketing. She does the sauces and the rubs and ships all over the globe. And um, probably one of the foremost business women in barbecue she's she's definitely uh, one of the top respected women in barbecue so uh she does these classes she used to do them with her dad when he was around mm-hmm. and it, it's really special so I, i'm interested to get some of her insights and also talk a little bit about that let's be clear now this class is actually happening next month Yes. So we're going to get a good teaser here and, and see what kind of value you can get. Yeah. And and also, even though it's about barbecue, any kind of business, how to improve your business, it's going to help anything that anybody does that, that's business-wise. And it very well, the one she's having next month, it, it may very well be full by now. Like, I... I've never seen one uh, that doesn't sell out, but we're probably getting to the point where folks are signing up. Also should mention that Amy Mills, she's the daughter of barbecue legend Mike Mills and considered the industry's go girl, go to girl. I'm sorry, go girl. Did I say go girl? Yes, you did. Go to girl. (laughs) I can't read my notes in all things barbecue. So check that out again. Her company on Q Consulting. And we'll be talking to Amy in our second and third segment. Also, we'll be talking to Andy in the fourth segment about one of my favorite things in life, which is mac and cheese, or in this case, smoked mac and cheese or any kind of mac and cheese. I, I think we might be able to craft a New Year's resolution you could live with, Dave. What's that? That I just eat mac and cheese all year long? No, you're going to learn to cook it. We told you you're going to do think, some cooking. No, no, no. I, I I open up that box <laughs> like nobody's business. Oh, that is not mac and cheese, my friend. I'm not going to say the name, but it rhymes with draft. <laughs> and it is delicious. 
By the way, sometimes if I have it on at, at my house, when I do make the little store-bought you know, powdered stuff, if I've got some cheese, I shred some trees, cheese in there and then actually make it good. Well, there you go. See? You think- well, if you use the one that rhymes with smell Rita, <laughs> <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have cheesier stuff there anyway. But you want to make it from scratch. Here's, we'll the, pr- here's the problem. It's what we call comfort food, which barbecue in a lot of ways is. Always. Mashed potatoes is on the list. Mac and cheese is on. You grew up with mom making the box mac and cheese, and that's just, it's just home. You know, it's just like, I've had a bad day. Everybody's on my nerves. I'm having some mac and cheese. How much butter you put in? Oh, I I put not a lot of milk, but more. I put not as much milk as you're supposed to, and more butter than you're supposed to. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Okay, good. Lots of butter and pepper. I like a lot of pepper on it. I mean, you're basically you start by making a bechamel. Uh, That's what I was going to say. And then you just. Power, power down the cheese into that. Dave's got deer in headlights. He's looking over the mic going, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I couldn't believe he kept a straight face throughout that. Anyway, before we give away everything, we'll be talking about that in the fourth segment. So, uh, guys, I saw an article. Um, Bobby Flay, one of my favorite people on television. Um, I just love the guy. And so, The first person on television. The first, he had the very first barbecue show ever, Boy Meets Grill. Oh, I did not know that. I I think now I say that somebody on the interwebs, I'm sure, will come to the Facebook page and say, no, there was a a show before that on PBS or something. No, I think he was the original. Now, we've had Stephen Reichlin on the show. How long has he had his show? Anybody, any any ideas? He's had a lot of variations of his show over the years, too. But I think Bobby Flay was the first person to have an actual barbecue-focused show. So so I read this article about Bobby Flay, and again, he's just one of my favorite people. I'll watch any of his shows. But they said, what's his secret sauce when it comes to barbecue? And you're thinking, oh, man, you know, he probably, you know, spends hours creating all this and, and everything. It is bone-smoking sauce. Really? That's his secret sauce. That's his go-to sauce when he's barbecuing is bone-sucking sauce, which most people have heard of. Bone-sucking or bone-smoking? What did what I we say? Got? You said bone-smoking. Okay. Wh- you know whose sauce why do you that let is, me right? on That's show. Ray Lampy's sauce, isn't no, it? bone-sucking. I'm sorry. My, my mistake. Uh, but, but that's the sauce that he likes to use um, when, he's, when he's doing the stuff and he's not creating his own is the bone-sucking sauce. S-U-C-K-I-N apostrophe. Um, But I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, you know, you guys have heard me tell the story that I grew up with Charles Davis, whose dad was Dr. Rich Davis, who in his, you know, would have friends over and he would just make a little barbecue sauce and they're all like, you know, you should bottle that. And the next thing you know, you got KC Masterpiece. And I'm I'm probably fairly certain that this is the same kind of, you know, thing that happened with this. A lot of it is that same story. Yeah. Yeah, just out of nowhere, and I'll, here we go. We've got a, we got a sauce. We're making some money. All right, well, it is now time to do our Ask Andy segment, sponsored by our January. It's still January, right, guys? Okay. Our January barbecue sauce of the month, which is Smoke on Wheels. Speaking of good barbecue sauces, Smoke on Wheels bootleg bourbon-infused barbecue sauce, which, by the way, is gluten-free and MSG-free, that you can get at all things barbecue. That's atbbq.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us? From Nicholas Coakley in Wisconsin. Is it better to separate the point and flat or just leave them together? 
two-part question. Do I do burnt ends while my flat rests? Well, there you have it, Dave. I'm so glad we got a we smart have the guy whole here. show taken care of. <laughs> Amy will be on next week, and uh, no, yeah. seriously, um, there's if you cook the point and flat together, that is more of a Texas style mm. cook. I would say if you separate the point and flat, that is more of a competition style cook. But when you do that, it gives you the opportunity to always produce phenomenal burnt ends out of your point. Because you have it separated and you can control that cook perfectly. So if you separate, your point and flat will probably be done in similar timelines. So you don't have to go beyond your flat cooking time. If you leave them together, his second question, which had a piece of it that was left out, is you separate them after you've cooked your flat. So when the flat is done, he said, can I finish my burn ends after the flat is done you can do that you have to separate that point meat off of the flat and then set your flat aside to rest because you're going to slice it and then you can turn your point into burn ends but because they were together the 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 diameter of the meat the thickness of it drives you to uh, have to cook it longer to render that top piece can i ask you a quick dumb question we're in the Midwest. We're, we we love our burnt ends. Why isn't there burnt ends all over the country? That is a good question. I would think there is now. Yeah. It's just spread. like we didn't... It, it, in Kansas City, I, and I know we're tight on time, in Kansas City, pork used to always be sliced. Pulled pork came from oh. the South 15, 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that As another sense. example. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for the question. And we're going to send you some Smoke on Wheels bourbon-infused barbecue sauce that you can get at atbbq.com. Very excited. We're going to have Amy Mills returning. We're going to be talking about the business side of doing barbecue and really any kind of small business. She's got her company, On Cue Consulting. And so we're going to have Amy Mills coming up next, talking business side here on Barbecue Radio Network. We build a grill. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill. Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing. We build a grill. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Caius, along with Pitmaster Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Our guest this week is Amy Mills. She is a James Beard Award-nominated author of Peace, Love, and Barbecue, a television personality, and a branding, marketing, and PR pro. Her company, OnQ Consulting, offers premier barbecue industry education, and she consults with restaurants and barbecuers worldwide. Amy divides her time between Boston, Southern Illinois, and barbecue destinations across the country. She always wanted to be a glamorous Harris. Little did she dream her fortune would lie in barbecue. Amy Mills, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It is such a delight. And I should... 
Go update ahead. my own bio because I am full time in Murfreesboro now. So oh, you corrected him. I was going to weigh that. Now, on wait a minute. <laughs> I'm reading from your website, which by the I, way is 17bbq.com. <laughs> that's what I get for looking things up. So well, uh, no, I need that's a note to myself to update a little bit. But I'm 98 percent here now. So well, you're still a glamorous. I don't get back to Boston very often. You're still a glamorous Harris, though, aren't you? Right. Um, Eris, yes. Or Eris, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the Midwest part of me pronouncing words. <laughs> like salmon. I want I want that fish, that salmon. Oh no, Dave, <laughs> don't go there. So so Amy, let's let's talk a little bit. We were we were talking in the first segment about having you on and talking about the business of barbecue, and this is a good time to talk about it as as we're in January. And uh, you've got your on cue consulting and you're getting ready to do some classes. Is it next month? Yes, it is February. 7th and 8th. Okay. Let's Am I confused? No, February 6th and 7th. Okay. And it's a Monday and Tuesday. We always choose a Monday and Tuesday because those are the times that most people in business can be away. Sure. Especially if you own a restaurant, they're your least busy days right. typically. And a lot of them are so, closed on Mondays and or Tuesdays too. Exactly. Yeah, at this point, post-COVID, everybody's actually taken those days to uh, do their recharge and do their yeah. revamp with... Uh, you know, employee issues and all that yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, Which yes. I, so, so let's let's talk a little bit about about the classes and and everything coming up with that. Wonderful. Well, I'm very excited. We have been producing on cue classes since April of 2009, and I was just scrolling through a lot of Excel sheets and old rosters and putting some stats together. And since that time, we have welcomed over 1,400 students from. 45 states and 16 countries to on cue classes and a shocking number have been back multiple times. They come back again. They bring their staff. They use this as a training opportunity or a team building opportunity. And so there's, you know, nothing better than when you see those names pop up over and over again. And what I'm really excited about this class um, in particular, uh, as I was equally excited last year, We have really revamped quite a bit of this. You know, we used to talk about social media, for example, and we would say, you need to be on social media. Well, now we assume everybody knows that. This is really the 2.0 or 3.0 version of this class. And so this year, I'm bringing in Scott Thomas, who you may know from Instagram. His Instagram is Grillin' Fools, and he does amazing video and reels and has a huge following. And so he's going to talk to us about the need for video and, you know, how to produce some of that video and dip your toe into that world so that you can really have the algorithm pushing your content out and you can build your audience. Um, Making money in the bar area is so important too. So I have someone named Derek Mercer who used to be the bar manager of Blackbird in Chicago Um, among much other experience. And I actually hired Derek to come and revamp our bar program here. And so he's going to talk about a little bit about mixology and really how to turn your bar into a profit center. And things have changed even, of course, you know, we all all talk about pre-COVID and post-COVID, but things have changed so much in terms of how you have to present on social media and in the marketplace to get any traction at all because there's just so much noise out there 
And Absolutely. when you start looking at things like that, it, it makes a huge difference. And we were just talking yesterday. So it was funny that you mentioned that you're bringing Scott in because we were just talking about how today to open a barbecue restaurant, you have to be a superstar. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean you have to have been on Chopped and Barbecue, you know, Brawl or any of the those type of shows. But you have to be everywhere on social media you have to be producing content and showing your prowess uh or people just don't pay attention it's amazing how much it's changed uh just in the last couple of years huge huge changes huge changes and so i'm excited to learn from scott as well because i've been a a longtime admirer and i can't wait to have him under our roof and really hear what he has to say and, you know, when you talk about up in your, your game with the bar programs and things like that, it's, it is a different environment. People, when they go out now, they look for more of, because of the social media, they look for an experience. They want a craft cocktail and they're willing to pay a little more for that. And so if it can generate revenue for the till, it's important to jump into those uh, spaces. That's, I mean, I, I think, you know, a lot of people, especially this time of year, they're thinking, man, I've got this great idea or I'm such a great cook. I really want to open my own place. And this is really the time to sit down and start to build those business plans and and get that feedback from people that that's what's amazing about your seminars are the the bouncing of ideas off of everybody is just uh, energizing. Exactly. And what I'm really proud of is that while we have helped incubate so many new businesses, a huge number of people are very seasoned. They might be in, you know, two years, five years, 10 years. I've had some very legendary people sitting in our class as a student. And smart people know all it really takes is one or two great ideas that can totally change your business or make you lots and lots of money. So I always tell people at the beginning, you know, this is like drinking from a fire hose. There's going to be so much information. But when you leave here, think about two or three big ideas or, or small ideas, achievable ideas that you're going to go right home and work on and then tackle the next few ideas because you can just hear one little thing that can change everything. Well, and like you said, when the stuff comes back, you know, you've got you've got folks coming back because maybe they were focused on operations the first time around, but now they're really ready to dig into the marketing side of it and understand how to best leverage those dollars and things. It's it's just really great uh, to see people grow throughout the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we really have so many neat success stories and I'm Super excited about that. Well, we're going to talk more about this in the next segment. Also, I want to remind everybody, we're talking, of course, with Amy Mills. Uh, go to her website, which is 17bbq.com. Not only can you find out all the information regarding your on-cue consulting, but you got uh, we got less than a minute. Like I, I got 15 seconds for you to promote a couple of your food items that's on your website. Oh, okay. Well, we do sell our food. We sell via Gold Belly, and we also sell via our own Shopify site, shop17bbq.com. So we ship ribs. Um, oh, yeah. All wings, kinds of good stuff. Cold pork. Yeah, all biscuits. kinds of good stuff. <laughs> so we'll be talking more with Amy Mills in this next segment. Again, check out the website, shop17bbq.com. That's shop17bbq.com. We'll be talking about the business of barbecue. That's coming up next with Amy Mills right here on Barbecue Radio Network. 
Let's face it, events can get boring. Attendees get restless. Didn't anyone think about entertainment? Now you can be the hero when you book Dave Caius of Barbecue Radio Network. His clean comedy will make you the hero of your event. Interested in something a little more edgy? Dave can perform his adult-rated show at bars and comedy clubs. Just go to davidstandup.com. That's davidstandup.com. Be a hero. Do it today. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with producer T-Bone and co-host, our award-winning pitmaster, Andy Gronerman. And this segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They've got the NSF listed grills and cookers and the gas barbecue grills. Again, Holstein Manufacturer. Check out their website, which is HolsteinMFG.com. Again, we're talking with Amy Mills, who was raised on smoke, sauce, and magic dust, registered trademark, and owner of the renowned barbecue destination, 17th Street Barbecue. And she's the industry's go-to girl for all things barbecue. And if she's got these classes coming up through her on-cue consulting and to look um, all these things up, you can go to 17bbq.com or shop17bbq.com. Amy Mills, so let's talk a little bit about you got these classes to help people with business. Can you give a little insight, the agenda, and some of the things that, that a little sneak peek of what might help people with their businesses? And I was mentioning in the first segment, you know, not only are we talking barbecue business, you're really going to be able to help anybody in any business, really, aren't you? Absolutely. We are so excited about this program. What we're really able to do is bring people to Murfreesboro, have them soak up our culture, because you know, barbecue is a culture, not a concept, (laughs) and really peek behind the curtain and see what it is we do at 17th Street. We share all kinds of resources, all kinds of processes. We really focus in this class on the major barbecue meats, ribs, pork, brisket, and chicken. And we show people how we prepare those items, cook them, and hold them for service. We all know that we can cook something that tastes great coming right off the pit, but making it taste good all day and handling it properly are two different things. And so we walk people through the process of how we do that. We always emphasize, like, we're not telling anyone this is the only way to do it because we know you're going to take these ideas and concepts put your own spin on them. But we're just showing you a method that we know works and has worked for us since 1985. We also, in between all of those meat demos, talk about all kinds of business topics. We'll be talking about social media with Scott Thomas. We'll develop a cocktail program with Derek Mercer. We'll talk about adding vegetables to your menu with Damon Wise who's an amazing chef and now pitmaster of a barbecue restaurant. And we talk about branding, marketing, all of the things that set you apart from the crowd. All of these topics are have been retooled because we've changed the way that we operate, especially within the past two years. So I'm really excited to bring the most current information um, and really help people Um, build upon their businesses. This is such a great time of year. I love going to seminars in January and February because you can really use this time to rejuvenate and set yourself up for success in 2023. And you were were talking about, you know, basically how people can, can produce and hold the product. That is so key 
to making the financials for the restaurant work too. So when you talk about, you know, getting the product cooked and held, picking the right products to begin with, managing your seasonings and the expenses there and and sauces and everything else that you have to do to get the product to the table. It's really insightful to share all of those tools because then people can look at not just the the love and the beauty of barbecue and as you said it's 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 a cultural experience you're immersing in they also get to understand the business back end that allows that to happen it, it's it's great but specifically one of the cool things that i think you guys are going to be talking about i'm sure is when you get to the point where you're talking about your rubs and your sauces and what makes your barbecue your barbecue you guys are actually doing co-packing now at the factory Exactly. In early 2021, we opened the factory at 17th Street. And this has been a dream that has been in um, in process since 2014, believe it or not. It's taken a long time. Uh, we bought a building, we renovated it, we really rebuilt the building. Um, we procured and designed, designed and procured a bottling line. Uh, we spent the last year getting SQF certified, and now we are producing our own sauces as well as taking on select co-packing projects for other people. We started this because we did not enjoy our co-packing experience. And I know anybody listening who's has a sauce is probably nodding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh, Amy, I have so many bad co-packing experiences <laughs> to share with you, but we'll go on. I know, it's <laughs> awful. But we wanted to be the co-packer people liked, and we wanted to do it properly. And so we're just really delighted to be able to do that. So part of the two days will be a tour of our sauce factory and an opportunity to talk about sauce production and developing your sauce and um, the the journey to retail, you could have a whole day on that topic alone, but we will definitely touch on that a little bit. Andy, did you, did you visit Amy up there? Yes. And the bottling line is amazing. I saw it when it was uh, in early development uh, last time I was up there. And it's exciting. Let me tell you, because she's 100% right. Any of us that have co-packed and, you know, you might have just mentioned my sauce earlier in the segment, <laughs> the uh, it, it, there's always a co-packing nightmare that occurs and and nobody is uh, is free from it, and it, it's not necessarily the co-packer. Sometimes it's how oh, the bottles are, you know, short. They're stuck at a, a port somewhere, mm-hmm. or the cap liners aren't available. I mean, there's so many things that can go awry in a co-packing scenario. So it is great to have, you know, folks that understand being a customer of a co-packer becoming one uh, because they know all the things that me as a customer need done right so it's pretty exciting stuff to see that you know uh they're at the point where they're able to start doing other people's products and take on those additional uh efforts it's awesome well thanks we're super excited about it and real quickly talk a little bit about the certification that you went through because you know if you just go to a standard co-packer a lot of times they may just be FDA certified or they may be certified by a, a state sanctioning body or health department. You went a little above and beyond that. We did. We are SQF certified and that was about an eight month process. It was pretty intense. And that certification is required by a, many um, grocery stores. I, it's required by Target. It's required by Walmart. Um, different places like that. When they take you on and they start stocking your shelves, they will want you to upload 
a document that says my product was bottled in an SQF certified facility. So um, we have that now. And <laughs> that's just an, it's an extra thing that we can offer to our clients. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, you know, in general, when you, and if you've gone to to that level and I'm sure you talk to your clients about managing their UPCs and, and, and all of those kinds of things so that, you know, a, a, a co-packer can work with that and then help them get their stuff out to the right places and, and get, get some distribution rolling. That's, it's just really hard. It's a tough go. It's a tough business to be in for sure. And it's very much a volume business as we're learning, but you know, we're committed to just capturing a little piece of that pie and we'll be happy. Well, that's great. So tell everybody once again, when when are the classes coming up? The class is February 6th and 7th. It's a Monday, Tuesday. It is held in Murfreesboro, Illinois. Um, it's really an opportunity to immerse yourself into the barbecue culture and the culture of 17th Street. And, you know, you will leave with your mind spinning and so many great ideas to put into action. And what's the best way to get signed up for the classes? You can go to our website, 17bbq.com and click on on queue consulting on the top bar. We'll take you to a page that has a link to our shopping cart and you can check out right away. Right now we are almost half full in the class it seems like people are always a little bit late. I always have one or two people trying to skate in <laughs> at the end. Um, but the class is small. It's really an opportunity to have lots of questions answered. I bring in extra people to help teach the class. So you're really going to hear experience. That so good. Hey, Amy. Not I hate, just 17th Street, but others. I hate to jump in there, but we got to let you go again. Go to the website, 17bbq.com. We've been talking to Amy Mills. Thanks again, and check out her book, by the way. Praise the Lord. And we'll be back right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build a grill. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And one of our network affiliates is KRVN 880 AM in Lexington, Nebraska, number one for agriculture, weather, and news. Their website, I hope I say this right, ruralradio.com. That's one of those ones you don't want to say drunk. I'm telling you right now, rural ruralradio.com. That, that's part of the test if you get pulled over. <laughs> that's is, right. is say rural. If you're up in Lexington, rural. Nebraska, the, the, the police rural. up there, they just say, just rural. say rural. Oh, never mind. And you we'll go let to you jail. Go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, check them out. KRVN 880 AM. Thank you to them and all of our affiliates. And thank you to my co-host, Andy Groneman, the Reserve Grand Champion at the American Royal Open. It is time now to turn to Andy for the All Things Barbecue Product Spotlight. 
All Things Barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Get fired up at their website, which is atbbq.com. Andy, what do you got for a product spotlight? Well, first, I need to thank you for what, thanking me. What did I do? I don't know. You <laughs> thanked me, and I haven't even given you any info yet. We're always, I could give you bad information. We're always happy that you're here. <laughs> I mean, we, we we appreciate it more when you're gone, and we have guest co-hosts, but we're always happy. Yes, yes, I know. That's That'll probably happen <laughs> here kidding, soon. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We haven't talked about it yet in this show about a potential person showing up. Oh, but oh, that's right. Yeah. Normally, T Bone is teasing that. There's I don't a, know. There's yeah. a big game coming up, and the week before the big game, people need to get prepared food wise for the big game. And it would be nice if we had somebody who was in the NFL that might know something about barbecue to help prepare for the big game. Why? Yes, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Okay, so now T-Bone's going, He's he, I, we're getting dirty looks through he's, the screen. He still hasn't even caught up yet. So, my product, back to the product spotlight. All things uh, barbecue product spotlight. Thank we you. are going to be talking about mac and cheese here in a minute. Yes, and we to are. do legit mac and cheese in your cooker, you need an enameled cast iron Dutch oh, oven. Oh, yeah. Because... You, there's two ways we're going to talk about doing it here in a minute, but I love doing it in either a big cast iron skillet or if I'm doing the whole thing from scratch and actually putting the raw noodles in there, you need a Dutch oven size mm-hmm. pan to do that. So All Things has the Lodge enameled cast iron. It's like it's a six quart, beautiful cast iron uh, Dutch oven, uh, $79.95. I've got three of them. Because I I keep one. I, I do. <laughs> well, we I know keep, you. You've got ten smokers too. And, so. and at, at any given time, I might be doing you know a chili and a soup okay. and a mac and cheese. Or I, they're just so versatile. Uh, they're great on the stove, great in the oven, great in the cooker. So that Lodge six quart enameled Dutch oven, lots of color choices mm-hmm. like your standard blue, red, white. Um, but then they've got like some cool sage and other colors nice. too. So whatever you like there, that would be my product choice uh, for today. And of course, you can get those at All Things Barbecue. That's atbbq.com. So our, our our conversation this week has to do with mac and cheese, which is turned into one of my all-time favorite barbecue sides. Quick question for either one of you guys. It seems like to me that's not always been a barbecue side in restaurants, has it? It seems like that's uh, a on, on the children's menu. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say depending on where you go. Did I just miss it? Because I'm always been. getting the fries and the baked beans and up, the coleslaw. Up here in Kansas City, I would say fries and beans were more prevalent than mac and cheese was but i think mac and cheese has been around and especially if you go south like i know a lot of places had mac and cheese on the menu i think when bar when the whole craft barbecue um i don't know what you could call it um oh the the upper end mac and cheese type things it gave people a a new way to like try and attack their mac right? right so you'd get all these crazy toppings or infused sauces and so i think that really brought mac and cheese back to the forefront um but you know that's you know and, and i think it i think it was at barbecue restaurants it just got overlooked yeah because again i've 
and of course, you know, I've been hosting the show a couple, three years now. And then all of a sudden I'm going, wow, mac and cheese is everywhere. And I love mac and cheese. In fact, just, just the other day, T-Bone and myself and Phil McComb from My Town Media, we went out for lunch. I'll just quick plug Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. And so big, long line. And we're all trying to figure out. So, we forgot it was a holiday. Yeah, it was a holiday. And T-Bone goes, go get a table because we don't know if we're going to test. So I'm manning the table. And then he, we're texting like, what do you want? And I said, just get a lot of everything. You know, just get a lot of everything. And, uh, and so I knew you loved mac and cheese. And I, I didn't know if you've ever had their mac and cheese. I don't know if I have. I don't think and I have. I got it. It was great. It was delicious. It is good. And, uh, of course, we had, you know burn ends and so you got a lot of sausage you you, you I, love their sausage uh, a pound of sausage apparently goes a lot further than a pound of burn ends <laughs> yeah that's true that's true so so let's get back uh, on topic here with the mac and cheese so the person at home what's some what's some uh, uh ideas for them to, to make some really good mac and cheese that that again not the box kind but something that's going to stand out for your family and friends so you've got Two two ways to go about doing this in the cooker. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go all in and build your mac and cheese in that Dutch oven I was oh, talking okay. about, and then put it in the cooker. And essentially, it's going to take two and a half hours, maybe three. And we're talking low and slow, I assume. Yeah, we're going to have that thing running at like 275, 250 degrees, and the pasta is going to cook in all the liquid in okay. the pit. Uh, and then about an hour in, you'll go stir it just so that nothing's starting right. to stick anywhere. Right. But it's really a long, slow build the pasta, let it cook over time. The sauce reduces and thickens in that two and a half hour window. And you end up with this really rich, uh, smoky mac and cheese mm. that. You know the, you know I, I I've been cooking on Yoders forever, and one of the first guys I met, Herb, like he has a. If you go out and search on the internet, on the old interwebs, and just type in, you don't even have to be on a on a Yoder page. If you just go to the the old Googler, and say, <laughs> Herb's Yoder Mac and Cheese, the recipe will come up. Okay, it it, it like will be the first search item that pops up, and it is this. Uh, cavatappi pasta based mac and cheese it's got green 505 hatch green chilies in it it is just amazing it's probably my favorite standard mac and cheese you make a panko topping that you put on at the end when you finish it and that just kind of crisps up inside the cooker Mm. Um, i mean all the flavor all the little crunchy topping it's amazing. Well, you know, and one thing I just mentioned about our soon-to-be NFL guests talking about the big game um, and food for the big game, you know, everybody thinks about wings and notches and things like that, but here's something. You you put together a delicious mac and cheese for your family and friends to come watch the big game on the on the TV, and they will go, oh, this is so good, you know, because oh, it's, yeah. it's something a little bit different. And just... So, you know, we're talking about two pounds of pasta. Oh, my gosh. Five cups of milk, three cups of cream, <laughs> and then, like, essentially two pounds of cheese. So, cheddar and Monterey Jack or Pepper Jack, whatever you want right. to do there. So, you're you're 
building this massive sauce. Okay, other, so Dave's set up. What does everybody else eat? All right, so <laughs> the other option is you cook your pasta like you normally would in the pot. Just boil the water. Bo- boil the water, right. and then you can build a bechamel type of a cheese sauce instead. Got it. And then that is usually, if I'm going to go that route, I'm going to get chefy with it and maybe add some lobster Cook oh. a couple of lobster tails on the pit next to it while that is coming together and do like a lobster mac and cheese. Again, there's so many ways you could take that. And then, you know, again, your topping, you can get as crazy as you want. You want to crumble blue cheese on it and have little blue cheese crumbles. You'd get crispy, whatever you want to do. Oh, that sounds so what good. What is bechamel, please? It is one of the mother sauces. So you start with Not your- my mother. <laughs> I assume it's a creamy kind of sauce? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a it's a cream sauce. Do you have to make it or can it be bought? Uh, I'm sure you could buy a base somewhere, but okay. it's it's easy to make. You want to make it. It's like starting a gravy, basically. We're, we're quickly, unfortunately, running out of time. Can you just tell people how to uh, Google that, the, the sauce you just mentioned? Yeah, so- you go to Google. <laughs> no, and, and if you type in bechamel or if you type in mac and cheese sauce, homemade mac and cheese sauce, it Got will it. walk you through the process. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, thank you again. Again, perfect for the big game coming up. Also, we want to thank Amy Mills for being our guest this week. Check it out at 17bbq.com. Next week, our guest is Cosmo from CosmosQ. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And as always, happy barbecuing. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday. We build a grill, Holstein manufacturing ring. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build a grill.